focus on the next generation of SEOs with C. Shangasi from Havas Media Group. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. See, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? I'll say focusing on teams, the next generation of SEOs that are coming into the space. That would be the main priority for the next year. So, so why is that so important now compared with previous years? I think it's partly due to what has happened over the last two years, maybe 18 months for most. Um, the lockdown really has shaped um, how we do business, how we work, and how we come together as groups. If you look at you know the juniors that have come into the space, straight out of university, they really haven't had opportunity to work in groups, um, work in, in an office environment where they can learn through osmosis. It's been a challenge for them, really. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff that we can do with teams, but we all get teams fatigue. Um, I just feel that there's more that we can do as an agency to also bring them, um, not as an agency, but as a as, as a as an SEO community to bring them into um, SEO. But, you know, over the last couple of years, we know that the rise of social media um, means that SEO is just not the cool kid anymore. <laughs> I can tell that you work in a big agency because you could, you could talk about Teams fatigue instead of Zoom fatigue or, 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 or <laughs> Google Meet fatigue. Uh, but we know, know exactly what you're talking about there. Um, so do you, do you think the pandemic has actually affected um, recruitment in terms of the, the types of people that are being recruited and, and enticed, encouraged to work in the profession? Yes, yes, I think so. Um, and, you know, it's a it's a broad spectrum, really. Um, and I'll, I'll say the biggest threat is for for people who are recruiting in the space is that you, you probably don't hire people outside of the traditional norms. Um, so, I think that most businesses will probably go for either the same university where they all recruit from. So the diversity in terms of um, the people that work in a space is definitely shrinking. Um, and, and, and also, uh, just to keep to bear in mind that, you know, during the pandemic, we saw a decline in, in actually women um, within the space. Um, and obviously that could be for a lot of reasons, you know, childcare for some people who are coming in. Um, so I think that the pandemic has had a shift in a demographic that's been coming into, into SEO, but also, uh, when we look at the younger generation, it's, it's having access to some of the things that we've always known to do in SEO, you know, the meets, um, after work, I'd say, or the ones that are sponsored by certain companies, organizations to actually bring new people and new recruits into the space. That's been a lot more challenging. It's definitely been so, a, lot, a lot tougher. I can understand um, the, the cool young kids being attracted by TikTok now instead of SEO. But um, what, what can maybe more senior SEOs and recruiters do to make SEO more appealing? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really good question, um, and it isn't one sure if it's all I would say, but it's it's to be more aligned with you know universities. Um, and what I say by that is obviously having some of these um, workshops um, that they can involve. So junior members that are coming into the SEO space, I would definitely say doing a lot more um, so work experiences with um, junior team members. And that could be structured as well. So 
I, I want to say that is we have platforms that are like an allow structured training, um, such as um, edX, Coursera, that us as SEOs can actually um, upload our knowledge, record our knowledge onto these platforms. I think that can definitely help um, bringing more people into the space, but it's also um, showing the potential of what could be done with SEO, particularly with um, a lot of business going digital um, and having a digital transformation. So showing the the career trajectory, showing the successes um, of people that have actually come into the space. Um, I think that has not been shown enough um, and we can definitely do a lot more to highlight that. We can also highlight, you know, if we look at where, you know, society is going, you know, looking at things that are ESG, essentially, um, also looking at those, um, let's say, touch points on how SEO benefits the wider community and actually sort of bring people up to speed um, based on those fundamentals. And I think that could, that could be a huge selling point for us as a as an industry, as a community, because um, we all know that at the top of mind, particularly when we look at young people coming from university, they're going to be big on climate change, they're going to be big on uh, social equity. But it's it's how we as a community, SEO community, can actually um, highlight that to to junior members that are coming into the space and how and how we are a lot more forward thinking than most uh, industries. Great thoughts. And it sounds like from what you're saying that SEO has to go more mainstream, more conventional in trying to appeal to people and actually doing a better job of articulating what SEO does and what it can achieve and um, the, the kind of experiences that uh, new SEOs can have by entering the profession. Um, so that's that's something that, that is probably a maturing space, I guess, in the industry. Um, one challenge that probably every profession or most professions are facing is if, if, if they're starting off and they're working from home, that they're not getting that mm. same initial experience. So even if you do manage to recruit great people to begin with, is there a retention issue or is it more of just a, a training issue? It could be a bit of both. It's, it's a sense of feeling connected issue, I think. I think, I think that when you're a junior and you're starting off in your career and you're just working from home, the space hasn't really changed uh, because you're either doing that straight from university um, but when you have an opportunity to go into the office, the space does change and you have an ability to actually learn from people who have been in a space for a long time. And you just don't get that when you're working from, from home, especially when you're starting off. Um, and the, the key thing is you know, a lot of businesses or agencies um, or even, yeah, just businesses in general weren't ready fully for this new transformation of working from home almost full time for the past 18 or so months. You know, the one process is in place on training, um, particularly for, for the younger generation, for people who haven't been in SEO for quite some time. Um, so what that led was, is um, a sense of, you know, new people coming in, becoming disassociative learners. And what that means is, is that, you you don't get any positive reinforcements or also you don't get um, the sort of 
arm around the shoulder. Um, so a senior member of the team kind of giving you a bit of mentorship um, on a regular basis. It's yes, you can do that online, but there's a certain point where they can be done because, you know, things like water cooler moments, you really do miss out on those opportunities when it's just either on Zoom or Teams um, on a day-to-day basis. So what's your sales pitch for someone um, that you're trying to encourage to start in the industry? If you're seeing a bright young person that um, you really want to to, to get them excited about SEO, um, why do you think they, they should choose SEO instead of social media or some other bright, exciting thing in, in digital? Yeah, um, SEO is life-changing because the skills are, I'll say, transferable. Started from SEO, you learn a lot about, you know, how digital works. You can use, if, if you're creative, you can go down a creative route by being someone who can actually create amazing content marketing campaigns, for instance. If you're someone that's really into data numbers, you could be an analyst, someone going deep diving into analytics, looking at um, user behavior through numbers. If you're someone that likes to build stuff, create code, you can build stuff and create code. You can build new tools, you can build applications um, within SEO. And those skills um, are transferable to any part of your life. you know, even when search engines don't exist anymore, which um, you never know. But these skills that you learn in SEO um, are ones that you can use for the rest of your life. Absolutely. And I think that SEO is, um, I'm biased as well, but the best place to start off because um, you get an opportunity to see uh, how it integrates with every other form of digital and perhaps even offline as well. Um, yeah, you can look at your analytics and your technical side of things, but as you pointed out, your creative side of thing as well, it does dovetail into social media as well. I don't think by starting off in social media, you'd get the same overarching, over. Uh, the the word that I'm looking for um, bird's eye view um, you, you get the bird's eye view um, on what is happening um, in digital and in marketing as a whole um, I think there are very few specialists um, areas of digital that, that that let you do that am I being biased or uh, would you agree um, I would definitely agree I mean I'll say the guys at um, at, at I'm just wait, basically plugging the guys at Mars um, called it a T-shaped marketer. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. and SEO sort of sits at the top of that, um, of that central shape, point. Yeah, yeah. at the central point and, and then underneath that, you know, you've got all the types of different, uh, channels, uh, acquisition channels, I should say performance channels, um, that really, um, form almost a support, um, for what you can do from an SEO point of view. So I'll say it's the pillar, um, it's, it's where you start, um, and you can branch out to other channels. And I think, as you said, it's difficult to come in from, um, it can be difficult, but you know, people have done it to come from a different, um, channel. Maybe if you're an affiliate person coming into SEO, the, the learning curve will be a bit much more longer than someone who's been in SEO and then transitioned to, to paid social or transition to um, a different channel. And I think, I think uh, I'd say that SEO is, is, is definitely the gateway drug to, to digital. <laughs> so um, 
Once you've got someone started, um, you, you obviously work for Havas, so um, a, a large media organisation. You, you must be involved in, in training. Um, so how, how do you encourage other people in the organisation to have a better understanding of SEO? Because SEO changes all the time and you need to motivate people to have at least SEO in mind when they're making decisions on content and um, developing the technical infrastructure of their website. So, so, so how do you keep SEO top of mind within Havas? Yeah, um, so, so I'm going to split it out into different, uh, different stakeholders uh, in terms of the ones that we try to um, keep it on top of mind for. When we look at so business executives, from an agency, from a from an agency side, uh, the key thing is um, how effective is SEO um, as a performance channel. So, how much more business can we incrementally generate for our clients, our customers, and how much could the customer also as well incrementally drive their business? But on top of that is how could SEO support other channels? Um, so, a lot of the work that we might be doing for we could have a large, say, paid social budget and running on Facebook and Instagram. Once users actually land on the website, how could they navigate to the information that they need? Um, and on top of that, you know, once we have users um, engage with content on a web page, how can they convert? So it's us working with um, other channels such as, you know, CRO um, to actually support business growth. Um, and the, the, I'll say the simplest thing is this business metrics, um, that, that matter. And once we highlight and show, you know, the benefits or impact of having SEO, optimizing for SEO, um, at the business level and at the revenue level, a lot of people get bought in, um, to the prospect and just the effectiveness of, of SEO. Um, and the fact that it's, it's not a medium that is paid for. So I think a lot of a lot of our customers and even um, within an agency environment, that is something that's quite quite attractive. That a well-executed uh, website information architecture design is one that could um, hold the business um, for for years to come if it's been done correctly and if it is um, best in class. I'd say. So stop talking about. Google rankings and organic traffic and start talking about cold hard cash that a business is getting as a result of SEO? In this environment, yes. Um, I would say particularly last year, you know, um, or the year before, it's definitely about the cold hard cash. It's about um, the metrics that matter. You know, some businesses don't want to just drive um, either incremental sales or incremental revenue. Some businesses just want to uh, have a voice, um, be um, at um, you know front of mind for for most consumers when they're searching for a particular uh, subject matter or material. And it's having that share of voice uh, in digital that can allow them to do that. And you know, SEO is is a much more say long term approach for them. So I think. From from what I t try to get out to a lot of people, the SEO is is a long term, um, it's a long term plan, both from a training and also from a buy in um, point of view. So a lot of the 
the work that you're doing or that you need to do construct with uh, junior members of the team should be looking out at least about five year um, time horizon instead of um, short term um, horizons. And and the difference between, um, I say SEO and also some other channels as well is with um, fast acquisition channels um, that are paid for as well, you, you, you sort of drive in um, almost quarter by quarter um, so metrics um, and things that you can measure. But with SEO, you're looking at more of a longer period. So at least three years plus. Great, 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 great thoughts. Okay, so to finish off, let's focus just on one thing that SEOs are probably wasting their time a little bit on now and they perhaps shouldn't be doing anymore. So um, if an SEO has listened to you and they're agreeing, actually, I need to spend more time on recruitment because I need to have a better team moving forward. I need to get people who are motivated and start the right people. And if I get great people starting in my team, then that's going to be wonderful for the business long term. So I need to better articulate the value of SEO and maybe visit these places like universities to do that. So what's one thing that um, this SEO team manager or head of SEO needs to stop doing now? Um, And it's not as effective a use of their time as it used to be in order to spend more time focusing on doing the things that you recommend? Um, really doing manual tasks, I'd say. Um, I'd say that where, you know, f- for a head of SEO or for, you know, an SEO director, um, the key thing is to find out what you can outsource. Um, the things that, that, that you potentially think that you're spending a lot of your time doing. Um, and if you need to focus on recruitment and that's an area of a pain point for you um, as a senior member of the team, focus on recruitment and then outsource everything else. Um, and when I say outsource is you need to have the right, either the right process in place um, to delegate to the point of application um, to your team members and have um, the way that you either if you ahead of SEO, the way you do a technical order should be all either recorded, written down, trained to your team members, and you should outsource that to your team members. Um, and I would say that a lot of people at the moment are focusing on um, just optimizing their websites. Um, I think we spoke about this, Dave, like for, for Corbett Vitals. And um, I say a lot of that really is to just pay attention to your competitors and plug it into an automated dashboard, like, you know, Google Data Studio, um, and just measure how you do the competition. You know, spending a lot of time trying to optimize for for the best benchmark uh, using lab data, it's probably not the most efficient use of your time at the moment. Um, but, you know, try and, you know, as I said, like automate that through using the Crux API, a good dashboard, um, but also training the team about the metrics that are being displayed. So when you do see your competitors actually making those changes, optimizing for that, then you can actually uh, prioritize that. But at the moment, you know, the key thing is um, focus on the growth of the team, focus on the training, focus on those processes. And if anything else, we've had time, you know, this year we've had Google's given us so much time to to kind of plan for, for core vitals by pushing it back further and further. So there is that time to start training your members.
Delegate to the point of abdication. I, I, I love that. Uh, I think that's a great saying. I don't think I've heard of that saying before, but uh, uh, I think it makes complete sense. I think if you're an SEO manager or head of SEO and you're better at a lot of things than your team members, then you probably need to do a better job training your team so that they're uh, just as good as you and you can actually start focusing on the bigger picture. Um, great conversation. See us. SEO Director Likewise. at Habits Media Group. See, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022. Thanks, David. Pleasure to be here. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seoin2022.com. Mm-hmm.